has the fire been completely extinguished as 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 far as as yesterday and or at least brought into control this morning hi good morning to you well it's difficult to say uh, the full assessment will be made uh, by table mountain national park uh, this morning at that first light we will have a spotted plane as well as a helicopter going up to do an assessment of the damage. But yes, of course, a very difficult day yesterday. Uh, very, very hot conditions in Cape Town, even around the Table Mountain area. And the fire which started in the uh, Rhodes Memorial and uh, the, uh, the Val Drive area was quickly fanned by some strong winds and these hot conditions. But we've had uh, just over 60 firefighters from the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and, and the Environment working on fire program, together with four helicopters and one spotter plane that provided assistance to firefighters from Table Mountain National Park as well as the uh, city of Cape Town. Um, it was a very difficult day. You, many of your uh, listeners might have seen some of the videos that were circulating on social media, damage to buildings, uh, particularly the University of Cape Town, um, and also the restaurant at the Rhodes Memorial that uh, burned down. But I think we need to, to commend to the firefighters from working on fire, the city of Cape Town and Table Mountain National Park, as well as the helicopter pilots uh, that made sure that uh, the fire does not jump the wild drive. We know that in wild drive or Philip drive and the hospital. So quick action to not Linton, can I just ask you to move a little? We've lost you a little bit there. The line is breaking. The line, I can hear you now. So, uh, just, 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 if you can maybe just tell us where did this fire start and how did it start? And because we understand that parts of the UCT library caught light, uh, including the Rhodes Memorial as well. Oh yes, the, the fire started in and around the memorial area yesterday morning. Uh, we, the firefighters, were working on fire together with firefighters with respect to the fire around 10. At this stage, there's no clarity in terms of how the fire started. But what we do know from, from information that we've gathered, uh, and the city area, there's a lot of activities, a lot of and what seems to have happened is some of these pine trees, even around the area, um, was caught fire as a result of engines that were fanned by the wind. Um, and this further now exacerbated the problem as it moved on to the University of Campus property. And as you know now, the University of Library that hosts some of the African studies material, that particular building uh, caught fire. Um, as as what as I've said earlier, the firefighters as well as the helicopter pilots were very very good in terms of making sure that the fire did not jump over the Val Drive or the Philip Hosona Drive, which is in the uh, area of Krutuskir Hospital, because that was obviously a major concern to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your advice to people, residents living in that particular area? What should they do? Well, I think importantly, uh, people must make sure that in and around their homes, overhanging trees that are close to their property, 
that is a major concern because it poses a huge fire risk. Simple things that people need to do is to make sure that their gutters are clean. Because when we have fires of this nature which are fanned by wind, more often the embers that travel through the air end up in these overhanging trees that are close to properties uh, as well as in the gutters. And this is a huge fire risk. So we ask people to, to take those necessary precautions. But also importantly, I think, is to be alert and to know where the fire services, particularly from the city of Cape Town, will be busy and try to avoid those uh, roads uh, that might mm-hmm. be closed today. Now, we understand that some firefighters have been uh, injured and they suffered some burn wounds. Uh, burn wounds rather. Are they okay? Well, that's, that's the reports we've had from the other fire services uh, up until yesterday evening. One of the 60-plus firefighters from working on fire had any injuries on the fire line. Um, and uh, this is obviously something that is a bit of a concern to all of us. Uh, every single firefighter that goes out on the fire line has been properly trained and has the necessary uh, a personal protective uh, equipment. Um, so it's something, obviously, that we are concerned about. Um, but I think it's important, you know, to understand that these are mm-hmm. difficult mountainous, con- mountain, mountainous conditions yes. that the firefighters were working in. Mr. Rensberg, how can anyone wishing to assist and contribute help you guys keep on doing what you're doing and doing the best to protect the properties and lives of the people in Cape Town? Well, I think, importantly, there has been a call made to the citizens of Cape Town to provide support uh, to the firefighters in particular. So if uh, the listeners that are in and around the Cape Town area can perhaps go either onto the Working on Fire uh, social media pages on Facebook as well as on Twitter and the Cape Town uh, City of Cape Town website, a number of drop-off points for water, energy bars, Sandwiches have been uh, put up so people are urged to provide the necessary support wherever they can um, and and to go and check on the social media pages uh, where those drop-off points are. Linton, I thank you so much. Linton Rensberg is a spokesperson for working uh, with fire in Cape Town now.